Welcome to Machine Learning. I'm starting a new uh, set of thoughts on healing through Christ. That's going to be called the Healing Through Christ uh, script. And um, I want to talk and share today about amends. Now, amends are um, something to make up for an injury. <clears throat> okay, so, for example, in... Um, Addiction, you can create hard, you can break and damage long-term relationships. You can destroy relationships between father and son, father and daughter, mother and daughter, mother and son, etc. Uh, you could destroy relationships with family members, friends, and even coworkers. What amends tries to do is to make up for any injury. Now, that process might be as simple as going and taking the person out to lunch and asking for forgiveness or writing a letter. And in some harsher cases, you cannot actually communicate directly with that person. Uh, You may at best just write a letter to that person and keep that in your personal file. But it's a process where you're going through and process of humility. You're reducing your pride down, you're reducing your ego down, and you're willing to try to make right that which is wrong. Now, amends focuses on others, and actions have consequences. So there is, in this process, your co- your cognitive capabilities are returning, you're thinking about how your co- uh, actions have and beliefs have led to certain behaviors which have had certain consequences. And that's a good thing uh, because the world is complex. And so you're learning how your belief systems l- produce behaviors that produce certain consequences. And that those consequences may be good or bad. And the measure of that is how they impact other people. For example, in the popular media, they you say, drink alcohol and it makes you feel better and it improves your social life and it makes you put you on a playing field, same playing field that others who like to drink and celebrate. Okay, so that that is one belief. The other belief is that alcohol is a substance that impairs judgment, that may cause you to uh, have intense cravings for it, that may become uncontrollable and lead to damaged relationships socially, and have uh, produced the consequence of heartbreak. So again, you're, you're looking at actions having consequence. Now, amends is recovery. Uh, amends tries to recover by establishing connection, human connection. It fills the void. Some uh, unresolved disputes are imagined hurts, ill feelings, remorse, and regrets. Okay, what is remorse? 
Remorse is feeling guilty for someone, something that you've done wrong. Um, regrets. I regret that I hurt that person. I regret that I made that choice. I regret that that person no longer values me as a friend. Those are called unresolved disputes. Some of them may, the imagined hurts, they may not actually exist. The person may not have perceived any damage or been hurt emotionally by what was transpired. And yet we may think that they're in a hurt state. Ill feelings. They don't like me anymore. They don't invite me to certain events. I'm not important. My life doesn't matter to them. These are ill, unresolved disputes. And those type of feelings um, are very damaging to the individual and to those who have the relationship with that individual. And they create uh, feelings of separation, of lack of connectedness, of not feeling that they are trusted by that individual. You then are put in the category of being unacceptable. I did something that was not right and we are not right. Those things can be specific events. Perhaps you offended, perhaps the individual offended their son. Perhaps they offended their wife. Perhaps they offended their daughter or a close colleague. Maybe it's their boss. They've offended their boss. And these disputes will canker, fester, and destroy. It's like a sliver. It if not treated and removed, it will continue to be treated as a foreign body by the body and eventually the body begins to attack it and it creates pus and infection and it's painful and it persists over a long period of time. So do disputes. If they are not resolved and return back to a state of peace between the two parties, then it will continue to be a uh, dividing point, a wedge to drive the people apart. And that creates isolation and that fuels the pain that drives addiction. A sledgehammer to conflict. We accuse the accused, hurt feelings, bad will. And then we're left to the statement, that's where we are. So we are now separated from those who we love, those who are important to us, that matter in our family, that love us, and that's where we are. But the good news is only Christ can heal he can heal the brokenhearted. He can mend 
the damaged relationships. He can soften the hearts of the angry uh, party. He can bring miracles into your life. That is the power that Christ has. He can take upon himself the burden that we cannot. And if we're humble enough and surrender our will to him, he will then pick up where we cannot and save our loving addict. We don't want bad feelings. And we may even be in some deniability and say, we are fun. We're a fun family. We don't have emotional dishonesty. But at some root cause, then we contribute to the shame that drives addiction. And what amends does, it attempts to help us acknowledge our contribution in the damage that we have done. If we are struggling with hurt feelings, we cannot make amends. So that is the part where humility plays an important role. Humility helps us realize that we are not in control, that we must trust in God, that he has a plan for our loving addict, and that we can surrender our will to God, meaning that we can humble ourselves and be teachable and willing to receive inspiration from God. I feel strong enough to try. Once we get to that point where he's begun to heal our heart and, and we have hope and, and courage and faith in ourselves and we're getting stronger, then we can say, uh, I feel strong enough to try. And that's important because the men's must be carefully thought out you should write it out and, um, and think about the consequences of it because the number one rule is do no more harm. So if the amend would bring more harm and uh, anger and disagreement, then it's not correct. We only know 10% of what our feelings are. So that means that a large portion of who we are and what we feel is in our subconscious, that part which processes automatically. And that's one reason to write your thoughts down is it gives you the chance to process those feelings that we, we don't know about, that maybe are deeply hidden, and that as we begin to analyze and write, that it uh, brings up those feelings and we're able then to to process through them. You know, we've all been wounded and wounded others. And so the process of damage needs to come to the end. The warfare between the two parties uh, needs to come to an end. And reconciliation occurs through amends. As we reconcile, we begin to understand one another's positions. We understand why they think they do, why they do. And in the end, there is a reconciliation that occurs between both parties. We pray to release negative thoughts. 
feelings change towards those who have harmed us, we look at our feelings and actions and we decide how we have contributed to the damage that has occurred. And so we're not looking at it from the standpoint of a judge of who's guilty or who's not, who's right, who's wrong. We're not looking at it from that perspective. We're looking at it from the perspective is what is necessary that we can be healed through the atonement of Jesus Christ. And that is the process by which man and families and individuals can be restored back to a state of peace among each other. We work through the pain and the loss, the enabling and abuse of consequences, and we gain hope.